0: Wanna bet? Cash money. It's time for another episode of Alright Bet. Wanna bet? No!
1: God, please, no! No!
2: Tease it. Tease it.
1: Wanna wanna chicken dinner? I'd buy that for
0: a dollar. All right everybody it's time for another episode of all right bet I mean this is your internet cash cow. We're handing out winners all the time if you're following us over on the Twitter uh, you know it's at DWMOD pod uh, I guess it's Twitter X now, right? My co-host Andy St. Clair in the house is that what Yo. they call it now Yeah uh, I- are people calling it X? Or are they calling it Twitter or are they calling it Twixter what?
1: I think it's I, I just call it Twitter still I, I don't I don't mess around with X though so I see the X. You know, obviously on the app and everything, but uh, it confuses me sometimes. I'm like, where'd the Twitter app go? And I'm like, oh yeah, there it is. It's X.
0: Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's silly. But anyway, we're posting over there our picks and things like that. (laughs) And you know, if you've been following the show, we are handing out winners, man. And we're going to continue to do that during the football season. We hope, I think we will.
1: Hopefully, right. You know, last week was, I would say average to bad, but I, I will say what kind of made it the worst possible week is... Penn State scored that touchdown with six uh, seconds left. Hit the over and covered on that. that yeah, that helped me. I'm not going to lie to you. That not helped help me. me. <laughs> it did not help me. I did, like, unbelievably, J- James Franklin knew the spread. That's the only thing I know. He knew the spread.
0: <laughs> I th- What was the other one we were texting about? I had a really bad beat, man, and I can't remember what game it was now. they. They fumbled the punt, and then they went down and scored at the end of the game. I can't even remember which one it was. Yeah, now. I had
1: one, Western Kentucky also. I had whoever they were playing. I want to say it was UCF. No, USF, South Florida.
0: USF, they, probably. Yeah,
1: USF got me. When I when They were a better team, but then it was like two minutes to go. They they were maybe covering, and I had them. The quarterback got sacked and fumbled, and, they, and Western Kentucky ran it back for a touchdown. Okay. And then Western Kentucky covered, also. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they always score a ton of points, though, don't they? Yeah,
1: I think they're pretty good this year too. I I, I just think you know those really sometimes in these really good teams you want to grab, uh, get on them a little early, right? Go against them a little early because as the season goes along, they they tend to pick up a little strength. Right. Yeah. Teams. They do. They do. Uh, I I'm telling you, I think
0: it was that Northwestern game. Now that I'm thinking of it, off the top of my head. Oh yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. They were going to, uh, Rutgers was absolutely going to cover. Uh, they held Northwestern to punt North and uh, Northwestern punts and Rutgers fumbles a and Northwestern scores with three right. seconds left. But that's anyway, right. I digress yeah. <laughs> not to go backwards. Let's move forward. Right. right? Okay. Right. Hey, let's jump into some college games right now. Uh, this weekend, NCAA football it kicked off last week, but we got some better matchups this week. Now, later in the show, we're going to have our guest picker on for the week. Gilbert Galvez. He's going to be here, Gilbert. And, um, we're going to get into some special games that we picked then, but feel free to cover some of those. Now, if you want to hit over unders and things like that, give me some games, some facts. You're the deep dive
1: guy. People listen to hear you. Give us some things, man. Let us know some college football stuff. Well, I'll give you, you know, I I haven't done, I haven't really got too much into my over under work for this week, and, And that's really on me, but, uh, I do have some games I like. Some games I'm kind of I'm kind of circling. And and I'm, I'm gonna start off with the first one, which is you know, I, I've I've decided for a little while I'm gonna throw you guys like one big huge number a dog a a, a week. Like right? okay. Last week I threw UMass at Auburn, and that day Auburn beat them, beat the tar out of them. That thing was over by halftime, and it was like 35 and a half, right? And I think Auburn ended up beating them by like 52. So that's a lot of points. Uh, You know, Hugh Freeze wanted to make a statement. I probably should have thought about that uh, with Auburn last week. But I digress. This week, I'm going to throw out Southern Miss. Southern Miss is going to Florida State. Now, Florida State just beat LSU on national television. Everybody, Everybody also saw Clemson lose. Right on on, the, on Monday they saw Clemson lose so now everybody's like Florida State just going to run the table and they're going to win the ACC and they're going to go to the Final Four, sure, possibly I'm not even I'm not that could happen but I'm looking at kind of a letdown spot for these guys this week uh, they are uh, minus thirty one against Southern Miss so I'm going to take Southern Miss the Golden Eagles in Tallahassee. Plus 31. Just give me the points there. Like, Also, they're missing a new score probably, like, I don't know, 20, 21. Like, Florida State probably not going to drop 52. Now you're going to say, like, they dropped 45 on LSU. Like, yeah, but LSU just gave up in the fourth. And that that game was, you know, points came quicker. Look, I think Florida State's really good. But I, I, I can also argue, like, maybe LSU is not as good as everybody seems to think they are.
0: Okay. So, All right. Well, listen, this is going to shock you. This is going to shock you and every other listener that's listened to you and I for a while now. Uh, I am going to be on the exact opposite side of this one from you. I'm going to take Florida State to cover that. Um Normally I'd be with you. Like it, everybody thinks they're going to run and make it to the playoffs and they got nothing to prove this weekend, but I will disagree. And I think they understand they need to keep blowing teams out because it is not a sure thing for an ACC team to make the playoff. I think they know they're going to have to blow them out. I think they're going to blow them out. And I'm going to give a shout out to a guy uh, from our program, Calabasas safe house, uh, big number 14 for Florida state, Johnny Wilson, one of our guys. And he's lighting it up out there. Good to see. I'm going to take Florida State not only to cover, also give me the over 53 in that game. Right? You'll be on
1: the over, right? A hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent on that game because I think I think Southern Miss is going to put up points on Florida State. I think Florida State's going to score uh, yeah. for sure. By, by the way, last week one of my favorite over unders and point spread was Georgia against whoever they were playing. It's some terrible team. Yeah, the spread was minus 50. The over under was 55 and a half. I'm like, so they believe, so Vegas believes that they're gonna win that game like fifty two to zero, yeah, that Georgia was gonna win. amazing, I went under, and I don't think Georgia – yeah I I, I
0: I bet the over on it too, and it went under, and I couldn't believe it, so yeah.
1: they get us on that sometimes, man other yeah. get that let down spot uh let down spot city that that's where I'm at i I'm, I'm Florida State's gonna win, but they're only win by like twenty eight right? okay. All right. Fair enough,
0: man. That's 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 why the show is so great, because we don't do like the ESPN morning shows where we're specifically arguing with each other. We genuinely are on other sides of the
1: fence uh, quite a bit on some of these odds.
0: Man.
1: Here's another one I kind of like. And I like this one because I think both teams suck. And I'm going to do something I don't do a lot, which is I'm going to take the road team because I think Northwestern is horrible. I think they're horrifically bad. I think UTEP is really bad, but I think UTEP isn't as bad as Northwestern and UTEP's on the road at Northwestern, UTEP's getting one and a half, you know, UTEP at least could move the ball a little bit. I know they played some horrible team last week and they just looked terrible and they won by like 14. It wasn't like super impressive. Uh, so I, I, I think Northwestern won one game last year. They just, they're going through it, right? That program's a, a Big time mess, and the people are leaving, and it's just going to be a, a winless to a one win. And is going to have one or two wins this year. This is one to get for sure. Yeah, they got to get this one if they're going to get any. But I'm gonna, I'm going to take UTEP. I'm going to take the minus one and a half. And I'm taking UTEP.
0: Okay, in the points, man. Uh, I'm going to tell you a game that I like to hit the over. That may that may sound crazy,
1: mm-hmm. but that
0: Oregon Texas Tech game. Over 69, I know that's a ton of points, but Oregon put up like 81 last week. I know it was against Mercer or something like that. I don't even know who it was. But that is a team that prides themselves on offense. They are going to score. They're playing a a Big 12 team, Texas Tech. We know what the Big 12 teams like to do, especially Texas Tech. They They want the game to be 55 to 51 and somebody win the game. I think both offenses are going to score, and Texas Tech's got something to prove after losing to Wyoming last week and only putting up 30 points, right? So mm-hmm. I think they're going to come out gunning. I think Oregon's going to come out gunning, but give me give me Oregon to cover the six and a half and have that game hit the over.
1: Wow. I'm glad you brought this game up because I, I did want to talk about it. This, I, this is my game's on my list, and uh, I love Texas Tech. Oregon is absolutely overhyped, right? The hype machine is on – full rear they, they dropped 80 the oregon duck did a thousand push-ups the oregon <laughs> duck like it's it's so crazy like oregon's not even going to get in the top three in their own conference right they're not there's going to be usc oregon state washington oregon state by the way who i've talked about i've talked about all summer all summer i've been like oregon state oregon state oregon state they're going to win the pac 12 take them at plus 1200 you got to get on oregon state oregon is fine they're fine. Bo Nix is fine, right? They're gonna they're gonna lose at Texas Tech. Texas Tech plus seven is the way to go, in my opinion. Like Texas Tech, Texas Tech is it's 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 a classic strike back spot, right? Texas Tech went to Wyoming, lost. Like they're gonna come out against Oregon with absolute hair on fire. Yeah. Also, the in the history of the Pac-12 of the last five to ten years, like there's no way am I taking. The Pac-12 as a favorite on the road at a Big 12, <laughs> Big Ten, SEC team. There's no way. I won't do it.
0: Yeah, so, that's that's all very that's, good points, man. Very good seven, points. Four seven. What's seven? <laughs> well, we're going to be on opposite ends of that one, and I, you know, listening to what you laid down there as usual, I'm probably going to be wrong, and you'll take that one. Um, let's go Utah, Baylor. Now Utah right. Lane seven at Baylor, not. Your traditional Baylor team right now, right? I mean, lost last week to North Texas, pretty pretty bad.
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean, great Hey, did you just hear that whole section I just did about Oregon at Texas Tech? Yeah. Can you just replace Utah with Oregon and <laughs> Baylor with Texas Tech? Baylor plus seven. I don't understand how like look, Utah's fine. They beat a bad Florida team by 12, and they yeah. scored on the very first possession when Florida was just asleep of the wheel. Right. So basically the score the rest of the game was 17 12. They won okay. 24 uh, 12. look, as long as the Utah quarterback Cam rising is not playing, like, like it's gonna be hard for me to I'll bet against them. I I bet on Florida. I'm gonna bet on Baylor. Like, yeah, Baylor lost to North Texas, but those North Texas kids probably know those kids at Baylor, right? They they see those kids, they think those are the rich kids who go to the big fun school. And they're just a, they're just down in the mud, school, North Texas. If given the opportunity Probably. to smack around Baylor, they're going to take the opportunity to smack around Baylor. Utah doesn't have that same vibe. Utah's got an awesome coach, a good defense, but they, but I'm not taking the Pac-12 on the road. I'm just not they're doing- the
0: one team I will do it with because they uh, like Stanford, who's not very good though. But Utah's good. Um, they play a different style of Pac-12 football, man. They run the football, yeah, and that's a problem for Baylor. And that's a yeah. problem for Baylor. So uh, cam rising in or out. I think Utah that defense is one of the top in the nation and that's a top 10 defense. I think in the nation they, that Utah defense is tough and we're going to see them get tested by uh, air it out offenses in the pack 12. But right. I just think that defense and them running the football, I think they keep the score low and they cover.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it makes no sense for them play rising because they got UCLA next week and then they got Oregon State the week after. So it's like, right. why even? Why even ultimately risk it? You know?
0: Yeah, he's uh, going to sit out. He's going to sit out. Yeah, no, I, I'm with
1: you. I think he, he should sit out. Like uh, this quarterback, I, I just don't trust this quarterback enough to look like, Texas Tech's gonna put up points. They're gonna they're gonna put up points. Like, can Utah score 35 points with this quarterback? Like, I don't think they can. I don't so, think like, so. Can you? Can Texas Tech? What what's more likely to happen? Texas Tech scoring 35 or the Utah defense holding Texas Tech to like 20,
0: 17. well, Baylor, but yeah. Or Baylor. Um, I'm sorry, yeah. Right, right, right.
1: Um, I, I don't know. But Baylor's not like is that awesome this year. They're not as you're no. saying Baylor-esque,
0: but their their offense is not very prolific this year, I don't think. I, I could see Utah holding them to 17 points easy.
1: Yeah, and I think that whichever side you're on, I think that that's probably the way you should bet. I'm gonna bet on Baylor figuring out some points this week okay
0: all right fair enough Uh, here's a game i think we're both gonna agree on maybe notre dame laying seven at nc state
1: it's up to seven and a half by the way
0: is it see it's it's heading up i think i'm all over notre dame in this one um nc state historically is a, a team that everybody has as a sleeper and they do play tough and they'll pull off an upset or two during the season but they're never consistent, and it's never offensively. It's defensively they're tough. And I just think that Notre Dame offense is clicking.
1: Yeah. Oh, surprise, surprise, buddy. No way. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm on NC State. Can't NC believe State. it. One of my games. These are all You get all the games I've looked through. Uh, I, I like NC State this week. Uh, will they beat Notre Dame? I, you know, I think it's, you know, seven and a half. I think it's going to keep going up. So, if you like NC State, I would hold out to get up to eight, eight and a half. Fair enough. If you can get it over eight, I think that's really nice. I think that's what you want to do. Um, look, everybody likes Hartman. This is, look, I, I talked to a couple of Notre Dame friends this yeah. weekend who were like, we finally got our, our first great quarterback and like, it feels like 10 years, right? Like, True. we love the coach. We love Hartman. Like, sure. Here's what, here's the only world I'm living in, which is NC State last year beat Wake Forest by like nine, eight or nine. NC State is not afraid of the Hartman. NC State has seen Hartman three times. NC State beats Hartman. Like, he they understand this quarterback. It's not like he's a brand-new quarterback going up against NC State. He's the same quarterback with just a little better weapons than he had at Wake Forest. Right? Right, right. I'm just going to take NC State to kind of figure it out and keep it close. Like, I, I think Notre Dame's going to win, but uh, I, I like NC State generally to – And the points, which is like, give me eight, give me seven and a half, give me eight, give me
0: eight and a half. All right. Well, I think he's got a little better defense at Notre Dame than he had at Wake. But, hey, we're going to see. Again, uh, hilarious. We're both opposite sides on that one. I'm going to give you one game that I don't care who wins, and I really don't know who will really win, but that's Wisconsin and and Washington State. But they got this thing at 59. Give me the under on that all day long.
1: Washington and and – Washington
0: State and Wisconsin.
1: You know, my, my first gut is the over, but I don't know. The only cause first blush is because Wisconsin wants to run, right? Like feckle, like it's what he wants to do. And I think in my opinion, like these first three or four games, he's going to overly push these guys because he wants to be in shape for big 10 season. Okay. So I think they're going to, uh, they're going to go fast. They're going to play very, maybe out of their comfort zone fast is my, is my thing. So okay. I, I probably would stay away from it. I, you know, I don't know. I have to look. I, I haven't done a super amount of over unders, but I, my just immediate guess is, is, like take the over. But you're going under.
0: I'm going under at 59. I just think that won't be that. It won't be a shootout. I just don't. I don't see that one happening that way.
1: Well, well, whether they dropped the first week, they dropped uh, 38, right? Yeah. Right. And at Washington State, 17.
0: which. Fun fact about Washington state. It is the only field that faces uh, it's the only college football field that I believe faces North and South and all the rest face East and West, or maybe it's the opposite way. But anyway, they're the only field in the country that faces like against the way the sun moves. It's very strange. Yeah. It's strange yeah we were up there my son and i were up there visiting the school and uh the guy was telling us about the field and he's the only one that goes the opposite of every other field so the shadows are always crazy as hell up there <laughs> uh,
1: yeah you know the uh the other thing is that washington state dropped a 50 burger on colorado state last week right yeah. so it just seems to be like I think, there, I think there's gonna be some points i just think there's gonna be points
0: all right well we'll see about that one um Let's get let's get into a little uh, war here, and it's early in the season for this. But hey, I got, I I got go Iowa go State. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. Wait,
1: are we gonna go NFL or are you gonna go college? No,
0: I'm, I have one more college game. I oh, wanted yeah. to touch oh, on. Yeah,
1: you, I'm sorry, I interrupt you. I thought you were going NFL.
0: No, no, we're not going to get into NFL just yet. Uh Iowa, Iowa State. Now, Ooh. usually a drag out game. You got Iowa laying four in this one. Uh, Iowa State, they were not very impressive early last week, I think against uh, Northern Iowa or something like that. Yeah. Um, not very impressive, pulled away at the end. I really think Campbell should have got out of there a couple of years ago when he was the hottest thing in coaching,
1: but for sure. kudos
0: to him for when sticking he had party, away.
1: When he had party, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, and he stuck around. I want to be here. Good for him. I, they need more, need more of that in college football. I, I just think. I will be too much for him. I will look pretty good last week.
1: Yeah, I- I'm with you. I will we'll agree on this one. I- I'm a- I'm also like this gambling thing that's happening in Iowa and people are – it seems to be hitting Iowa State much harder than Iowa. Oh, so really? I- it feels like more important players are leaving Iowa State. So I, I think I'm I'm going to take Iowa. The over-under is like 36 and a half. I mean, I, mean, I want to take under on all – like there's three teams I constantly want to take the under on this year. Iowa, Kentucky yeah. – Penn State, like those are my three teams. I'm always looking at the under on Vegas. Clearly, is too because they dumped this at 36 and a half. Right, that's low. It is right? low. That's a, <laughs> That's where I'm taking the over. Yeah, and then and then the final score is literally like 2013. I'm like, God damn it! Why didn't they take the under? Yeah, right? you yeah. know, like so. I I I, I kind of feel like if you're taking Iowa, I kind of feel like you take the over a little bit, but I'm probably gonna stay away from it. At this moment? I, yeah, I I'm, you, I'll, I'll stay I away don't. from that. I know I'm, over I'm off of
0: that over-under. When I, over under,
1: you right, know what I mean? text you Friday night being like, I'm in, baby. Let's go under. <laughs> yeah, You will. You yeah. will. Well, we'll see about that. But I'm going to take – I'll
0: take Iowa lay in the four. But I'm not I'm not touching that over-under. Just too low. Too low for me.
1: Yeah, it's low. It's low. I have two other games that uh, – Let's get them. Uh, and then I wrote – we wrote these all down separately, which I love that we It's crazy. so many similar games. <laughs> it's crazy. And we're on opposite sides again. So we'll – Somebody's going to look, you're going to kill me this week. (laughs) Um, The other two I wrote down is one is rice at home plus 10 versus Houston. Look, Houston had a huge win. They beat UTSA. A lot of people liked UTSA. Uh, I don't think Houston's going to be a very good football team, but I think they're going to be one of those football teams. That's good at home. And, you know, rice played, I, I believe they played Texas last week and they got, they got beat obviously, but yeah, it wasn't like they were just smashed. No, right?
0: seven three after the first quarter. I think it was sixteen to three at the half. They were hanging around. And Texas scored late before they went in at halftime. Yep. Um, I was watching that game a little bit. We got another guy, Lamont Arcez, on our from our program, Cal Best. He's playing corner at Rice, so it was fun. Yeah. I was
1: watching. I like, I kind of like Rice plus ten. I just think it's a good bet. I think it's a lot of points. Uh, I I also like this Houston team. Is like, I thought last year's Houston team was going to be really good, and they were. Fine. They were like eight and four, seven and yeah. five. Like they weren't as good as I thought. I don't know, man. I just I find it hard to trust them. So having said that, I'm gonna take Rice plus ten.
0: Yeah, Rice and JT Daniels. He's the quarterback yeah. down there now. So yeah, they got they're quite a bit. I'd be with you on that one. I'll roll with Rice on that one.
1: There's one last one I got is UCLA at San Diego State. Right. And I, I think like I'm taking the home dog, which is San Diego State It's like minus 14, minus 13 and a half, 14 and a half, whatever highest number you can possibly get. Like, you know, I am getting a little nervous about saying it, but I'm going to say it. Like I, I'm give me San Diego State plus 14. I think UCLA is good. I do like UCLA a lot. I, you know, I, I just, a lot of points for a quarterback who hasn't played a lot, you know, a lot of his, a lot of UCLA's top weapons, you know, young. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to, I'd rather play UCLA now. Then in like mid October, so this is a yeah. good spot. Also, you know, kind of like that, you know, North Texas Baylor game. Like those San Diego State kids want to beat UCLA, they do. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and they just do. And so, and they know each other. And it's like it's friends from you know, it's Calabasas and Beverly Hills. You know, it's like yeah, it's right, right. football friends from all over LA and San Diego and Southern Cal are playing in these games. So I'm going to take San Diego State plus fourteen.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's a bad one. Um, you know, UCLA didn't even cover last week at 16. Um, I don't even remember who they were playing, but they didn't even cover last week at 16. So right. I don't think that's a bad bet at all, especially if you're going to tease it, slap it on about a five-teamer and put put some extra points on that. Yeah. And I'll, I'll I'll eat that hamburger with that sauce on it right sure. there. No doubt about that one. All right, let's slide over to a little NFL before we get to uh, our picks of the week. We got six games lined up for later. they will be our official picks for the week. Let's slide into a little NFL. Um, let's just start with the craziest spread of the week. And okay. that's going to be the Ravens, right? They're the highest spread this week. Ravens laying 10 to Houston. Yeah. Opening week. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, you know where I'm going, right? Like, I don't... <laughs> It's this is if you've ever listened to this podcast, it's a double-digit dog in the NFL. This isn't college, right? This is the NFL. Um, so I am I, I'm gonna go obviously with I'm taking the Texans, right? I'm, I'm taking the rookie quarterback. I'm taking the rookie coach. I'm I'm only doing that because I just think it's too many points, right? I, I, you're also hearing a lot of things out of the Baltimore. Well, I like the Ravens a lot this year. I find I'm, I want to bet them a lot for win totals and stuff, but it's not like it's going smoothly. It doesn't like it's going smoothly in, in Baltimore. Like it's, it's, it's something seems weird a little bit right now. Yeah. So uh, I just think I, I'm just going to take the points. Give me the 10. You know, as the new offense, you know, we're going to, there's going to be, it's a great week one matchup because I think the Bengals are next week for the Ravens. So this is a great warm up. Uh, to get you know appetizer before the main event of next week. So uh, give me the ten.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm staying away from this one, other than a teaser. I'll I'll tease the Ravens. You know, I'll tease them down to three and I'll take them. But yeah, you know, three four points. I'll tease that down and take them. But I'm not. I'm staying away from it. It's just too much for me. I'm with you. I don't. I don't have the goal to take Houston plus ten, and I don't like Baltimore laying them.
1: Just I'm gonna. I'm gonna gonna take Houston plus ten for sure. I know it. I know I just know I am like there's like I could lie to you and be like, well, we'll see. Like, I know it. I know I'm going to be looking at that 10 and just bet. I'm like, please get to 10 and a half. And then I'm, I'm, I'm going.
0: They're going to take I'm, it. No doubt. No
1: I'm, doubt about it. <laughs> I'll be there. You got to bet these ugly dogs, right? It's like it's that's the thing about the, the we always talk about it, like these NFL, especially like ugly dogs. Also, the yeah. thing to remember is like this is a brand new year. Right, like last year, yes, Houston's going to get slaughtered by Baltimore, probably with or without Lamar. This year, we have no idea, right? Yeah, no idea. And that leads me, and I say that leading into one game in particular for you, uh, and that is Eagles at Pats. Oh, the whole world wants to take Philly. The whole world thinks it's the same Philly team from last year. I'm not saying it's not, but I am saying it has a new offensive coordinator and a new defensive coordinator, and it's going against a coach who's the greatest. NFL football coach, right? His offense is not that good. He's got some offensive line issues. His quarterback's not that good, but his defense is really good, right? Yeah. It's kind of a bad, it's kind of maybe the worst matchup for the Pats a little bit because like the line's not great. The Eagles D line's really good. if not the best in football. You know, I'm going to take the Pats plus four. I'm going to take the play, the Pats plus four and a half, whatever it gets to. I'm just going to take the dog there. Home dog, home dog. Yeah, I'm probably going
0: opposite on you on that one. I, I do think that it will be a competitive game, but I do think the Eagles will win by a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, I just I think I think it's a safe bet. Um probably isn't now that I said it out loud. But that's how it goes, man. I think I'll probably take the Eagles on that one. Actually, they're on my list. I'm gonna end up taking the, the Eagles. Um, I'll tell you one I'm taking for sure uh-huh. is and I know you don't like them. But they're playing the Cardinals, man. I'm taking the commanders, laying the seven, and give me the over of 38. Arizona is terrible.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I'm with you. But guess what? I'm, I'm not. No way. Like, give me the Cardinals plus seven. Like, why? Like, because, like, what Sam Howell? Like, what, what makes you think he's good? Because he played against the Dallas Cowboy team that didn't try, right? Because that's what happened last year, by the way. They didn't try that hard. Don't have McLaren. Probably won't play. He's only going to have Dotson. His running backs are fine. It's not like uh, Robinson or Gates are like world beaters. Like I don't know. Give me, give me the team that no one wants to take. Give me the seven point dog. Give me the Philly coach who went to Arizona. You know, like there's got to be a reason they let go of McCoy, right? They want they want this Dobbs kid in. They want somebody like I just. I, I don't want to take the Arizona. Like, I'm probably, we'll see if I bet this game. I wouldn't do it, but I'm going to take Arizona. I would take in a contest, I would take Arizona. I I just think
0: it, everybody is fixated on Howell and thinking that the offense is going to be clicking because of the enemy and all this. And I'm just on the other side of it is this I think that defense is going to be pretty stumped. I think they're yeah. going to be pretty damn good. And I think Arizona ain't going to be able to
1: move the ball. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I mean 38's a low over under, but yeah, I I, I I don't know. I probably would lean. I don't know. I mean, god, I mean that game I've done so little work into that outside of like I saw seven, and I was like, okay, seven's enough for me, right? Like, I, if it was like four and a half, I'd be like, Yeah, Washington. But like seven is a lot. It's seven
0: a little- is a lot, but I think they're gonna cover that, man. I just do now. Earlier, um, Uh, the other day you you had an interesting fact about home dogs and spreads in the opening week yeah Divisional, divisional home dogs
1: right there's four there's four of these games like divisional home dogs in week one are 25 and 13 against the spread in the last 20 years including 7 and 0 against the spread since 2018 and they are 15 and 2 against the spread since 2012 and 21 and 5 against the spread since 2009 that's crazy. so divisional home dogs there's four of them browns Colts, Giants, Jets are the four this week. Okay, and I gotta tell you, I'm not. I like all of them. Oof. I like all those things.
0: Oh, now man. the one,
1: the one I w- I'm probably gonna stay away from. I probably will change my mind on one of them, and that's because I never bet on this guy at home. I will bet this guy on the road, but I never bet this quarterback when he's playing at home. Yeah, yeah. And his name I, is Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. <laughs> I will not bet Daniel Jones when he's at home. I, no. I just he he never does me well at home.
0: Yeah, so, I know that's a that is a running theme on this show, right up there with Kansas City will not uh cut, hit the over at home. That, you know, they won't all cover at home they won't, they won't cover. cover. Home.
1: The other one is, and it, and you, it's happening this week. Is I'm always going to bet Mike Tomlin when he's a dog. Yeah. Oh and yeah. I mean, it's going to happen again, and I'm going to bet Mike Tomlin this week. As yeah, well. oh yeah. I mean, you got Niners. Niners
0: at Pittsburgh, and I think the Niners are laying a point and a half, right? Is that worth that right now? Point and a half.
1: Maybe two, but yeah, whatever. It's up there.
0: Give me that. That's in my teaser all day for this weekend. I mean, you're going to give me the Steelers plus eight. I'm taking that all day long. I don't even know who's going under center for the Niners. Are they going to start Purdy? Are they going to switch over? I mean, who knows? I'm all over the Steelers. I'm 100% with you on that one. As far as those other ones, um, I, I think I'm going to bet my house in both cars on Jacksonville covering the five against Indianapolis. Everybody thinks Richardson's going to come out the gates and Michael Vick, the NFL in game one. And I'm like, I, listen, the kid's tremendously talented. He ain't ready. And he ain't ready to beat Jacksonville in the opener. I, I just don't see it.
1: Well, please, you know where I'm going. You know, I'm going the opposite. Take the point. I'm going to take the points. I've going to take a lot. There's not a lot of points though. Five and a half. Right. It's five and a half. It's five and a half. You got a rookie head coach for Indianapolis. You got a rookie quarterback, but it's yeah. it is a home divisional dog. And I I just think like sometimes the Detroit Lions are this team in the NFC, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are this team in the AFC. Fair. These teams get hyped so much during during the summer, and 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 I'm not sure it's ultimately that deserving, right? Like uh, so. Look, there's a world where I kind of think, like, do I think Jacksonville will win? Yes. Do I think they win by, like, a field goal at the end? And you're like, what a game. Anthony Richardson, he had 200 yards rushing and 68 yards passing. Like, yes, that's how I think it's going to go. They don't have Jonathan Taylor. Like, who cares? Like, they got got three other running backs. Anthony Richardson can run. Like, I don't know. I'm going to take the Colts plus five and a half.
0: Oof. I just, I don't think that one at all at all. Now, what is the spread right now for bills jets? I think it's still bills minus two and a half. Uh, That's one right there. I'm absolutely putting on my teaser. Uh, You go ahead and give me the bills an eight and a half right now. I mean, Bills are the favorite.
1: Bills minus two and
0: a half. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. I thought it was the other way around. All right. Well, then I'll flip it on that one and I'll, t- I'll take the Jets. I don't think for this sure. is going to be. Yeah. You're tease whoever's the dog. Yeah. And, and this one for sure. Um, I don't know about taking the Jets out right in this game. I don't like it. I, I mean, I think they're going to be as close to as good as people think they're going to be this year. I think they're going to be because That defense is going to be legitimate, but mm-hmm. they're opening with the Bills, who so everybody is saying, Oh, they're not going to make the playoffs. Oh, this is the year they're going right. to fall off. This is a I, I don't see that.
1: I don't see that at all, man. I'm with you. I, I like the Bills to win that division, but I like the Jets plus two and a half. And I'd like the Jets plus two and a half. It's a nice little matchup for the Jets, I think, because the the one of the main issues that the Bills have is that their their offensive line is not that good. To be honest, yeah. it's not that good. And what and the Jets off defensive line like the best thing the jets have basically their defense is awesome awesome right so that offensive line is going to be an issue for Josh Allen right out the gate right and the other issue i think that the, the issue that the jets mainly have is that their offensive line is horrible right and 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 Rodgers yeah. is going to be running for his life the bills issue right now outside of their offensive line is that their defensive line doesn't get a lot of pressure right especially with Von Miller hurt and not playing so yeah. like it doesn't match up for the bills to get a lot of pressure on Rogers, right? If you get a lot of pressure on Rogers, they're going to beat them. They're not going to get a lot of pressure on Rogers. Uh, yeah. and, and, and I think Rogers is going to win. It's going to be like, they're going to win on Monday night. Tuesday is going to be an insufferable day of people talking uh, about the jets and Rogers going to the Super Bowl, And it's going to be like that all week. And I, here's my promise to you when this happens, when, if this, if this scenario happens, <laughs> once the jets win, if they win week two, I looked it up. Cause I had to know who they played the next week. Week two, the jets go to Dallas, whatever the spread is. It doesn't matter. It could be, a, it could be 44. I will be taking the Dallas Cowboys to, they're going to destroy because their, their defensive line is so much better and they're going to kill Rogers. That's just, what's going to happen. Right? So I'm going to take the Cowboys in week two and then I looked up who do the Bills play in Week Two because whoever's playing the Bills is going to get slaughtered in Buffalo, and it's the Raiders.
0: Oh, so that's going to be a killer! It's yeah. going to be
1: a killing. So I will be taking the Bills in Week Two, the Cowboys over the Jets in Week Two, but but I think the, that the, that the Jets have to win in Week One to make that happen.
0: Yeah, well, I think Josh Allen is the has always been the type of guy that with a chip on his shoulder, and boy, they're piling it on him right now. I don't see him going in there and rolling over at all but we'll yeah. see what happens i mean the jets i don't know Rodgers played like two series in the preseason man and he didn't play that well last year so for everyone to assume he's just going to step into this game and that offense is going to start clicking at listen it's going to be the second half if anything i think yeah. you're going to see some frustrated aaron Rodgers green bay tactics in the first right. half and you know that's going to play right into buffalo's hands but We'll see, but I'll be teasing. I'll be taking the Jets on a teaser, no doubt. Me now, too. for me, me uh, I'm going to play in a simple three-team teaser and maybe four, and I'll give you my fourth because I know you'll hate it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to take the Steelers getting eight on the teaser, right? Um, I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans getting nine at New Orleans, right? I love it. I mean, I might take Tennessee to win that game
1: outright. Got to. I'm into it. That yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: I might, I mean, they're three-point dogs at New Orleans. I don't know. Give it up to three see. and a half.
1: Let's go, Titans. Go yeah, up. I'm
0: taking the Titans on that teaser. Uh, I got the Jets on there at eight and a half. I'm taking yes. them on the teaser, and I'm gonna give you my line crosser of the week because oh. I know you hate line crossing. Okay. But if you get on this thing right now, it's the Bengals and the Browns game. Because oh, this whoa. thing is going to be tight. And if you cross the line right now, you're gonna wind up with Bengals at three and a half. But why do yeah. when you could just take the Browns
1: to eight and a half.
0: Because there's that chance that Burrow will Burrow. You know what <laughs> I mean? There's a chance that they could get out and win this game by 10 points and Cleveland ain't who we thought they were. That's the only chance in this thing of, of one team winning by 10 or more, I think is the Bengals. I just right. think it's going to be a close game. I'm crossing the line there and putting them on my teaser at three and a
1: half. Right, right. But do you remember the last time, last year on Halloween – Remember this? We had this almost exact talk last year, and, and it was Browns-Bingles, and the Bengals were favored by like three or four, and I was like, Browns, take the Browns money line. The Browns know how to play Burrow. They, they just know how to play. Yeah. you remember the final score of that game? No. 32-13. They blew them out. The Browns blew them out. Now, different year. I did say that at the beginning, different year, but I, I don't know, man. Like, oof. Come on. Listen, I got to give
0: you one line crosser every week and this week I think oh. that's the best chance of I'm, one crosser. I'm like line. give
1: me the Browns money line. Give me the Browns. Oof. My, well, my I, I
0: don't see why not. I mean, the Browns could, could they could win this game. No no doubt about it. Right. They, you know, they're the biggest question mark in the NFL this year and by question mark I don't mean are they going to be good or are they not going to be good. Uh question mark of are they just going to step right up and win the damn division maybe. Right. Or not make the playoffs. I mean, They could be great, or they could be really mediocre. We just don't know.
1: Yeah, I I like the Browns. I like. I like. I guarantee you. I guarantee it. I'll have some sort of Brown Steeler moneyline parlay. Just guarantee it. I know it's going to happen, right? Right. Right. will be a part of that in some way. Um, I I, I think it's. I think it's one of the plays. Hey, I do like a couple favorites. You know, I'm mostly a dog player, which makes it not that exciting. I understand for anybody, but uh, a couple faves like. You know, I, I, w- I don't know if I'd bet it, but I would probably take Seattle minus five and a half. Like, I, okay. I kind of think Seattle's wide receivers and offense is going to kind of run wild on the Rams. Not sure how the Rams are going to score without Cooper Cup. You know, it's like one of those teams where it's like they really need their star players to play. Stafford really needs Cup. When Cup doesn't play, yeah. Stafford is in trouble. And, you yeah. know, he even said like two weeks ago, his wife was like, he's not gelling with the young guys. I'm like, "I know." well, he's in trouble. Because when Cup's not playing, they had nothing but young dudes there, you know? Yeah. So, yep. I, I kind of run in Seattle. That's to me, it's a great teaser. I got a couple teasers I'll throw your way. That's okay. a great teaser team. Like, te- tease that team. Like, take that Bengals one out. Put the Seahawks in. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, that, it makes more sense that way. I would – uh another favorite, I, I kind of – I wouldn't tease this one at all, but, like, I just like the Chargers over the Dolphins. I just think they're yeah. a little better – they're a home team. Like, if, especially if I can get it two and a half, uh, I just think the Chargers are just going to score just a little bit more. I trust them a little more. Yeah. Uh, fair but, enough. So, and, and, and kind of this one I, I was shocked was, uh, the Falcons. I kind of like the Falcons at three, three and a half over Carolina, mainly because I think Carolina's bad. I just think they're yeah. really going to be bad. I,
0: yeah. I don't think they're going to be this team. Everybody's like, they could win the division. I'm like, yeah. okay.
1: All right. <laughs> they're going to miss like, not that I think Desmond Ritter's any good, but like, I don't, but I just give me the Falcons by three or five or seven. You know, whatever. Yeah. Those are those are kind of and by the way, you did mention Titans. I like the Titans at plus three and a half. I'm in on Yeah, that.
0: all day. I like the Titans on there all day long, man.
1: Yeah. And the other favorite, which I did mention, because of my one rule is I'm gonna probably take the Dallas Cowboys minus three.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, fair I, mean, enough, I know you yeah, I yeah. want
1: to take the Giants so badly, so we'll see.
0: We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But I know you're down on the Giants, and it's Dando Jones at home, so I don't think I see you doing that. I I think I'll be getting a text message.
1: I'm on the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think I'm pretty sure I'll be on the Cowboys.
0: I think think that's probably what's going to happen. Well, I tell you what, man, some good information for everybody there. Uh, But this week, you're going to have to either roll with me or roll with Andy because we are on the other side of the fence on a lot of these bets this weekend. Um, All right, hey, I'm going to bring our guest picker into the show. Uh, i'm gonna bring him in now we're gonna do six games we're gonna do three college games and three nfl games we're gonna run this thing all year and you and i are gonna go head to head against the pickers right they're gonna have a collective total at the end of the season so i'm gonna bring gilbert in right now hey gilbert Hey guys, what's going on? How you on? doing, man? What's up, Welcome Gellberg, man. to the show. Welcome to the show, buddy.
2: Thanks, thanks. I've got. Uh, I'm actually in a fantasy draft right now, also, so I got a lot of things going on. All right, just, well, hey man, a lot of balls a game. You no, no, stuff. No, no, no idea who I'm picking in this game this weekend.
0: But, <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, we're gonna find out in a minute, I think, yeah. right? But before that's we right, get bro. into that, man, I want to give you a second to tell us a little bit about your documentary. Now, I was yeah. there at the premiere. I saw this thing. It was absolutely fantastic. And if you guys, you got to check this thing out over the weekend. Watch it with your significant other if you want to feel all the feels. Um, it's called Arquin And I'm not going to do it justice, buddy. Give us a little bit about it. Yeah, man. So we did it a couple of years ago. Um, it's called Arquin
2: It's a documentary about my hometown in a small town in South Texas called Sammy to Texas. Uh, my dad, who's now retired, started this, um, community quinceañera for girls in his school. He was the principal of the ninth grade Academy at the time who couldn't afford it. Right. So it was a school of 800 kids, roughly half were female. So there's 400 girls in the school. The year we shot the movie, 85 girls participated. Wow. And basically the gist of it is, you know, for those who don't know, in uh, Hispanic culture, a quinceañera is very similar to a sweet 16, right? But it's very culturally significant and it's, it's a big part of the culture. And, but they're very expensive. They can run the cost of a wedding, right? And so these days a lot of people can't afford to have them. And so when my dad was talking to a couple of the girls and he's like, hey, you're not having a quinceanera? And they were like, no, family can't afford it. And he's like, well, do you want one? And they were like, yeah. And he's like, well, I'll throw one for you, right? And so he set it up and basically everybody, you know, the girls don't pay for the dress. They get to wear these magnificent dresses that have been donated from all around the country. Uh, that they have a dress room that's got like over 100 dresses in it the girls get to go and pick it out and get fitted for the dress and you know and it's really um it's really amazing their family gets to come each family has a table there's a massive father-daughter dance there's the school mariachi group plays like it's this really great thing and you get to hear from the from the girls and their moms and what's going on in the thing and my dad and why he does it it kind of highlights the how close the small town is and everything. So it's a really great movie. Um it's still available on Amazon Prime and on Tubi. Uh hopefully it'll be going to some more networks soon. So we're kind of switching up some distributor things right now. Uh but yeah, it won a bunch of awards. It won Best Documentary uh at Gina Davis's Bentonville Film Festival. Uh, and a bunch of, one, a bunch of other words at film festivals uh, a couple of years ago. right before the pandemic. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, the thing is absolutely great. I mean, you see these, these young girls are like, um, they're heartbroken that they're not going to be able to do this thing at all. And especially in this day and age with like social media and everybody's posting these elaborate quinceanera parties they're having, like you said, that cost of weddings and yep. it's so, you know, ingrained into the culture and so important to the culture. And you see these girls just being heartbroken and then, your dad brings in these just these carts and carts of dresses that people have donated that are gorgeous and these girls are just in tears and yeah and the hilarious. year we shot
2: they they even had like the local uh, or like a, a close by um like beauty college come in and they set up an entire place so the oh. girls got hair and makeup done the whole day like with their moms there and their sisters and it was uh it was very cool to shoot it and to kind of put it all on on film and everything it was for me it was kind of a love letter to educators and also kind of a you know, something to kind of show that the kind of cool things my dad's done in my home. little something fun in my hometown back and show show that there's cool things going on all around the country.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, man. That's absolutely something we need oh, thank more of, man. I and yeah, that's something we just need more of Is is people actively trying to lift up their communities and not for any kind of awareness. Like your dad, like, yeah. it wasn't like he's posting all over the place. Look at what I'm doing, man. You know what I mean? Like, no, he's no, just, was mean, doing I'm this thing for that, these girls.
2: It started, right? And so like, basically yeah. it was one of these things where he was going around and you know, the, the community donates everything. And, uh, honestly the way the movie came to be was when I heard he was doing it, he'd got, they got a little local press. I was, um, uh, I was kind of surprised it hadn't gotten more press, and so I actually tried to get it on Ellen De- DeGeneres' show, right? So, you know, she was always doing a bunch of stuff, and basically, I got ignored, right? Yeah. And I work in the film industry, so I thought, oh,
0: I'll get there, and uh,
2: pretty much got ignored about it completely. And I was like, well, if I'm not, if she's not going to hear about it, I'm going to make my own movie about it.
0: Yeah, I'd be mean, mm-hmm. fundraised yeah. it yourself and everything. Yeah, and so it's, that's anyways, awesome. It's great, yeah. man. You guys yeah. got to check it out. It's great, absolutely selfless, and uh, you will feel the feels, and you will cry. Yeah. speaking of crying let's get to some college football because during the course of the season everybody is going to cry uh Gilbert we'll get to your guys this weekend Texas Longhorns I know you're alum I know it's a big deal for you you're going to the game I might meet you there I'm still thinking about doing that uh but our first game of the weekend now here we go guys our first game of the weekend we're going to do Ole Miss laying seven at two lane number 20 old miss laying seven at number 24 two lane and let's the over under here is 67 andy let's start with you
1: uh you know i i think a couple weeks ago we had this talk i was kind of saying like old miss is kind of a team i secretly like in the sec like i kind of like old miss the, the lane train to to maybe win that division if you wanted to lay something to win their division in the sec it was like i think it was like plus 1600 like look it probably won't happen the lane train's going to make a colossal wreck but I did like what I saw in week one the lane train dropped 73 on a on a JV team so uh, which is good Tulane last time we saw Tulane they just beat uh they just beat South Alabama last week and South Alabama's pretty good the week okay. and the, the game before that they beat USC uh, uh in January so Tulane is legit right they they made like a one of the the biggest jump I think ever last year going from like two wins to 12 wins or 11 wins, whatever they did. Uh, I, I am going to take the over for sure in this game. I'm also going to take the lane train uh, because I, I just think, I think old miss is a, a little too much and I can't, I can't jump off the train right now. Like I, not yet. Like I'll wait till they play the Alabamas and the Georges of the world when I jump off uh, lane, but get, I know they're going on the road to me. Road games aren't as big a deal at home and, and college and pros, right? And also, I think Lane kind of likes being a villain, obviously. So you know, you're telling him he gets to like run it up on the road. Like Lane, Darth, Darth Lane will like to do that. Yeah, so, he will. One way to say
0: Old Miss and
1: the Over for me. Okay,
0: Old Miss and Over for him. Gilbert, what do you got in this one? All right,
2: so. I don't agree with you on the home field advantage on college football. I actually think it matters, but I think it matters at big schools. Mm-hmm. So Tulane is a very small stadium. You're gonna probably have just as many Ole Miss people there as you will uh, Tulane, you know, fans. So like there, like they'll, they'll, you'll be able to buy tickets as an Ole Miss fan. They'll go. They, are they still playing in New Orleans? Because if they are, like everyone from Ole Miss is gonna yeah. show up to party. So it'll be crazy. I've gone to a Texas Tulane game and we outnumbered them two to one, three to one and we were all drunk as shit and had a great time and killed Tulane, right? So Tulane is a much better team than they were, and they beat USC in the bowl game, but that was only because USC has no defense at all and stinks. Uh, they got the Heisman Trophy winner who can score a billion points, but they can't stop anybody because that's how Lincoln-Riley works. So I think, I, I think this is uh, Ole Miss by double digits. So I got I got Ole Miss covering. Um, the over is a little scary only because of these new college rules. Uh, this sure. thing where the clock doesn't stop when you yeah. go out of bounds. Or I, I noticed it in week one because I was like, no overs are going to hit with this damn day except for the blowouts. So if, if I've got to pick an over-under – and by the way, I, I cannot, I can't live betting unders. I can't, I can't stand it. <laughs> like I'm an, I'm an overs guy. I cannot be rooting for people not to score. Cause that just seems counterintuitive to what I'm looking for. Uh, but I think at 67 on this game because Tulane runs the ball so much. Uh, I'm going to say under on that game. So okay. that's a rare feat for me to go under. It just doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm pretty familiar with you and I exchanging some gambling texts and I would agree that that is not your thing. Now uh, you're right about the rules. I think you make a great point about the rules that is changing things up and speeding things up a little bit. A quick note on some rules. If you guys watch that Clemson game, that was crazy when the kids, slid, the quarterback slid on fourth down and then they late hit him and they said, well, he slid. So he was down. So it's a turnover. And then the late hit happened. Yes, I'm pretty the sure they screwed that up. Yeah. I
2: thought so too. But I, I thought up. they did, but then Dabo after the game said that it was correct.
0: Right. Ah, well, then they need to change that immediately because yeah, you're I mean, have because guys that's go. a
2: part of the play. That's a continuation from the play. It should be.
0: It, I it mean, was a
1: play. it was a hit on the quarterback.
0: So you're opening right. the door to just light a guy up on fourth down. Take the penalty. Game's over. Light him up. No. Yeah. Dabo just, okay.
1: speaking out. You said Dabo. Like nobody's taking a more of a loss as a head coach than Dabo. Like
0: oh, by the way, I, I, called Sean, I called that game out
2: I called that game out right because I was like. I was like, they sucked with DJ there yep. and DJ just went and lit it up with Oregon State. Yep. This is like nope. Dabo
1: in that offense. They've got no offense. Right. So, yeah. Dabo, if he doesn't have Deshaun or Trevor Lawrence, like Dabo was like the guy who's gonna get be the next Saban taking Saban's job. Not so fast, as course I would say. As
0: yeah, course. not so fast. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, you guys made a lot of good points, but that win last year in the Cotton Bowl over USC and the Heisman Trove winner, Caleb Williams, was amazing. They had an amazing season. They won the American Conference. They go to the Cotton Bowl. They storm the the, the BCS party. They knock off USC, who's everybody thinks will make the playoffs this year. And it was all great, and everything's going in the right direction. USC's right? not going the playoffs. Well, like, everybody, I'm telling you, they're, they they're one no, of those They pits. have no defense at <laughs> well, all, I they, like, agree with you, no but defense. a lot of pundits think they have a shot.
2: At, at some at you some know. point, Caleb's not going to put up 67 points, and they're going to lose. Like that's like you know that's like,
0: the that's, Pac-12. That's yeah, yeah Pac-12 like that. Like, I mean, he's
2: going to put up points, but Utah will shut him down, and they won't be able to stop Utah. Yeah, it'll be something right like
0: there. that. It'll be yeah, something
2: it'll, like that. It'll be the same thing, and if they. They can't afford one loss. Like they're not getting in with one loss. You know what I mean? They no, have
0: to. Get the nobody team. from the back 12 is. Yeah. But so. with Tulane, all that going for them, and this season they barely could crack the top twenty-five after a big first-week win. Right? They come in at twenty-four. They're disrespected. They're not even picked to win the American this year. And all that being said, compiled with the fact that Lane Kiffin is one and nineteen in his twenty attempts at beating. Teams that have won nine games or more in a season. Now Tulane is going to be a nine win team, but they're not a power five team. I'll give you that. But lane has a way of choking it in big games, man. He just does. But. That being said, I, I'm going to be with you guys. There's there's no way Tulane's pulling this off. I like your point about the fans, Gilbert. Uh, and you know, I think that's a good point. I'm going to be with you guys on this one. I'm taking Old Miss laying the seven, and I'm going to take the over in this one though. I think it's a shootout all the way. Don't get me really. wrong;
2: it hurts me to take that under. I am going to be like I'll I'll be wrecked the whole time when 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 Old Miss scores in the first twelve seconds of the game, and I'm be like, oh, there goes the under. I mean, I kind of think on these.
1: I think the big power schools. I think the clock doesn't matter as much. I think I think the clock matters more on like the the lesser schools, like the the non-power five schools. I think that's. I think the I, I think the under matters more there. I think these big teams, like you know Texas, Alabama, whatever. Like I, I don't think the clock stopping and running matters as much for them. First. No,
0: it probably won't. All right, hey, let's move on to our next game and Gilbert, I'll let you jump in first on this one. Big news, Colorado, all right? We all know the story. We all know uh, what happened last week, right? So we got Nebraska plus three at Colorado, the over-under 59. What do you think? All right. This game was minus
2: seven Nebraska before the upset. So it has flipped. This is a 10-point flip. That's a, that's. I don't remember the last time I seen a 10-point flip, right? It's a lot. Um, but Matt, Nebraska can't score. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, Minnesota wasn't playing great D in that game. They can't score. Like, Matt, Matt Rule usually takes a couple years. He did the same thing at Baylor. It took him a couple years uh, when he was there to kind of turn that around. And they, you saw they played great D, right? So he can do that for them. Uh, but, you know, it's one of these things that I, I just I, – I, I honestly, at, 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 at plus seven, I was going to be on, on Coach Prime in, in Colorado. I think at minus three at home with the way that crowd's going to be and the way uh, Sanders played at quarterback, I think, I think I got to take Colorado and this one I will take the over uh, just because I I don't think Colorado's got a great D either, but I think they'll just, it'll be a shootout and, you know, but Nebraska will turn the ball over way too many times and it'll, it'll, it'll be, it'll be Colorado. I I I can't, can't, I'm not going to get off the coach prime bandwagon yet so
0: all right man hey keep cuckoo could chew the with coach now. Right, right. Right. taking the under andy where are you landing
1: uh you know interesting about this game uh is that they're correct on rule like rule doesn't care about in my opinion that's why i like the under in nebraska this year at six and a half of wins doesn't care about the first season he did in the baylor he did, never cares like you go look at all his first year of teams they win like two games like two and ten like so it's interesting to me this game it's like two coaches old school versus new school, right? You have the old school rule way, which is like recruits the guys he wants. He brings Build a them team, in. Yeah. prime transfer, 80 guys, 60 guys. He's like college football 3.0, right? Dion's like, he's trying to, he, it's a very different style of footballing, right? And rule, look, I, I'm going to end up taking Colorado in the minus three, mainly because I think that Colorado crowd is going to eat Nebraska alive. Like, they, I'm not even sure Nebraska knows what they're going to walk into. Like these bad football teams, like I did say uh, oh, home field doesn't matter as much. I think in good football teams, it doesn't matter as much. When bad football teams come to on the road, it matters, right? Nebraska's not a very good football team. Colorado's crowd, it, the Buffalo is gonna just, just going to run through. It's just going to be madness. Uh, what was the over-under? 59. Give me the under. Give me Colorado. Yeah. I just don't okay. see how Nebraska scores be honest. Uh, Not that Colorado me. Stevens is any good. I just don't know how they score. Yeah, That's you know? my thing.
2: I don't know how they score. And Colorado is going to score points. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're going to put up points. I just, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, here's what I'm going to say about it, guys. Uh, Nebraska last week at Minnesota I, was impressive. Okay. <coughs> I thought this team was going to be terrible. Minnesota's usually pretty good. That's a tough place to play on the road. It is. Uh, Nebraska showed up. Old school, big red. And they did what they're going to do because they don't have a lot of skill players. They're going to run the ball. They're going to hold the ball and they are going to play defense. Here's where normally I would pick against the team like Colorado coming off a one win season and then winning a big game in the first week, having a letdown the next week with a, with a decent team. I think Nebraska is decent. I don't think they're terrible, but. I think it's going to be frustrating for that Colorado offense to not get as many possessions as they were getting last week with TCU. You're playing right into their hands when you want to play a 50-point game and we'll give you the ball, then we get the ball. They want to play basketball. That's not Nebraska's not going to do that. I don't think they're going to win the game at all. If this was Nebraska plus seven, I'd be all over Nebraska right now just because I think – This is going to be a game that is going to be slowed way down. Rule knows what he's doing. He's going to let Big Red be Big Red. They're going to hold the football, and that's going to frustrate that offense. It's just going to frustrate the offense of Colorado to not get enough touches, but I'm not. they're not going to. I mean, Colorado's going to cover this three-point spread. Three points is just not enough Colorado to cover, but I'm with the Andy. I'm going to take the under. I don't think it's going to be high scoring.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's going to be – I don't think Colorado's very good. It's not like I think Colorado's any good. I don't think TCU's very good. But you know, no. like I, I didn't think TC was any good either.
2: They, their entire year last year was on the quarterback. He was right. he had that will to win. Yeah. And he's gone. They lost a
0: ton of guys. They lost a ton yeah. of guys. That yeah. that first game for Colorado was an absolute beautiful setup. You're playing a team that played for the national title as a big surprise. And lost the guys that took them there to begin with, and got blown
2: out in that game. And it's like the Super Bowl hangover, right? Where you don't, you're not supposed to bet the NFL,
1: the Super Bowl loser for the first six weeks of the season because they usually don't come.
0: Yeah, I mean, nothing had upset written all over it all day long. All right, let's get to the big. Colorado
1: can survive through September, right? Then maybe because, like, I know, like next week they have Colorado State, then they go to Oregon, and then USC comes. So you know,
2: yeah, they 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 could come out three and two. Three and two. That's yeah, the best case
1: under. scenario, I think, for the Buffs.
2: And, I mean, their over-under for the season was three and a half. They're right yeah. there.
0: Okay. I mean- yeah. Yeah, they're going to hit the over on that, no doubt. Big game this weekend. Uh, is college game day at the Texas-Bama game? They college have be, game right? day's there. The Barstool sports game day's there. Like yeah, this is, there. this is game of the week. I mean, we got number 11, Texas, at number four, Bama, right? Last year's matchup, down to the wire. Bama pulls it out at the end of the game, what, 20 to 19, right? Texas trying to show them that they belong and they can play SEC ball. We got the rematch now, but we're flipping home courts here uh let's we'll save you for last because this is your team Gilbert so we'll let Andy go first here
1: uh I love a dog you know I do you know I love the dog uh I but here here's I, I think I have a bet just so everybody knows uh I bet Texas to win the big 12 at even money right don't buy any of those other teams like get out of here like there's and tech, people trying to get me on Texas Tech I'm like nope no K, way K-State's the only one that's got any kind there's, of chance any chance right And K State's gonna lose to Missouri this week, just for the record, or two weeks in two weeks, next week. (laughs) Homer, Uh, Homer. In Missouri, in Missouri. Uh, so anyway, I I want to root for Texas. Problem is, I, I don't love Sark personally. I think Sark's fine. Like, he's not a great coach. Like, look, Texas had issues last week running the ball against Rice, right? Like, absolute issues. Texas offensive line, in my opinion, sucks. It's bad, it's not very good. Guess who's got a good defensive line? Alabama. And when you go to Alabama and your offensive line's bad, your quarterback's gonna have to play out of his mind, and I'm not sure he can do it. I did see a stat that 11 of Texas' 37 rushing attempts were stuffed by Rice last year, last week. That's Rice. Like, come on. Like, look, I like this Alabama quarterback. I kind of, I like him. I think he's good. I think, I think he's gonna be pretty good. I think he's gonna run. I think he pass a little little hurts like for Alabama only. Maybe not as good as hurts. Hurts did was pretty good. So long way to say, give me Alabama minus seven. I love Texas. I just think I just think not yet Texas.
0: You think this thing's going to hit the over of fifty four? Yeah. Okay, taking the over and and laying the points. Well, here's what I'm going to say about this one. I'm kind of on the same uh, boat with you here with uh, Alabama this season. Um, nobody's talking about him, and ooh, Nick don't like that. Nick mm-hmm. don't like that and I'm expecting them to have a chip on their shoulder legitimately for the first time in a long time Uh, big home game, chance to send a message to all the pundits this weekend and I think they're absolutely going to try to. That being said, both these offenses went for over 500 yards last week, scored big points against lesser competition they just did. Ewers, I think, is the better quarterback right now, but he had a way better week last week. But Milro didn't get a lot of opportunities to do anything really last week because they were were hammering Middle Tennessee State or whoever the heck they were blowing out, right? So in this game for me, uh, but quick shout out for this game, we got a couple of guys from our program calabasas playing in this one man for alabama we got jermaine burton wide receiver right and for texas we got larry Gooden turner he's playing uh, um i think he's playing defense for texas but he's a, a, a red shirt freshman but hey be fun to watch those guys but anyway i digress texas i think i think they're gonna be about as good as they were last year and i don't think they're sneaking up on bama this time at all give me nick sending a message give me bama laying the seven And give me the under, though. I think this game is going to be a lot of defense. That's you, Gilbert. Let's see what you got. All right, (laughs) well,
2: I love being in a room with haters. So (laughs) here's the thing. Last time, the last time I remember Texas being a seven-point underdog in such a big game, we beat the greatest team of all time in USC, in the Rose Bowl, and I won a shit ton of money on it. Uh So... (laughs) I plan on doing the same thing this weekend. Uh, seven, give me seven points all day long. I actually, I was really mad about the Rice game, but I went back and looked at it, and I believe that was us not wanting to keep everything as vanilla as possible and not wanting to give Bama anything for tape. I really think that's what we did. Um, I think our running back to room is better than anyone actually thinks, even though we lost Bijan. The guys behind are pretty legit. Ubers is going to play better this week uh, Him and worthy will be on we got robbed last year at home every call went bama's way in our home stadium they lost a heisman trophy winner the, the number with the best defensive two of the best defensive players in the country uh, there was a lot of things that bama has lost and i think because of that i think we're going to go in there i honestly i don't think their quarterback's very good either I don't think he's ready. I think he's, I, I think what's his, uh, Monroe or Milroe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's very good. I think he beat, they beat a crappy minute middle Tennessee team because that it's middle Tennessee. Right. And I, I think he's going to have a lot of problems with us. He's going to throw some picks. He's going to have some turnovers. I mean, we were all over Bryce Young last year and, 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 and we, we owned Bryce Young. I mean, there was a the safety that got turned, turned against us his one big play that got him the field goal to win it. There was a massive holding call. that wasn't called.
0: Yeah.
2: We, even without you, we were punching it in and got a face mask. that wasn't called. I mean, it was mm-hmm. everything that could go bad for us went bad. Don't see that happening two years in a row. Um, now don't get me wrong. Saban gets every call. That's just the way of the world. He'll work it. If, if there's a call Saban can get, he's going to get it. Um, I, I actually think we win the game outright. I do. Um, I think I think we put it to him. Uh, I do think there's gonna be more scoring this year than last year. Um, So I think there's gonna be some turnovers in the game. So I'm going to take Texas in the over
0: over 54. Okay, Texas in the over for Gilbert. All right. Hey, we're going to slide into our three NFL games real quick here. But before we do that, God pay some bills and I have to throw out the introduction. Our newest member of the DWMOD family, uh, minor league baseball, Hall of Fame announcer gordon butterfeld is part of the family now and he'll be giving us the breakdown on some videos he's making a call uh in the booth for the baseball games anymore but he's making the calls for us on everyday slices of americana and our sponsor black hawk coffee what just happened is brought to you by black hawk coffee start your day off with black hawk coffee and you'll be flying high and landing right on time that's black hawk coffee a Colombian Bean Company. All right, guys, let's slide to the NFL here. Gordon, well done there, my friend. <laughs> Gilbert almost,
1: uh, almost uh, switched me over to Texas, by the way. I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I not betting Texas plus seven? <laughs> yeah, I that would be
0: your MO. Take the points,
1: right? Take yeah. the points. I'm telling you. I'm nervous. You, man. I'm nervous. Bama. No one, I, that no one's talking about Bama it makes me very. It's like a sleeping, they're like a sleeping giant. Okay? You know, it's funny. I've always,
2: I've always gone that way with Bama too. Except for some reason this year, I just don't think. I think the NIL stuff is changing stuff, man. Yeah, like for People, sure. you know, yeah. and I don't think like guys can go wherever they want and get paid now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the good thing for Texas is Austin <laughs> yeah. is a great place to be for yeah. sure. So yeah. you can get, you yeah. like and and Tuscaloosa is not, you know what right. I mean? That's so exactly like. It. Yeah. You know, exactly it's, it's a, and I, 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 he's still getting the players, but I don't think it's the same buy-in that it always has right. been.
0: No, it isn't going to be. All right, guys, NFL this weekend. Uh, let's start with first game first, uh, near and dear to my heart. Kickoff Thursday night, the Detroit Lions. I am on the hype train, guys, and as they say in Detroit, I am drinking the Kool-Aid all day long on this team because they have finally got us a staff that has changed The culture, not just draft picks and players. This is a different culture than I've ever seen in my life in Detroit. Week one, Lions plus four and a half at the Chiefs. 52 and a half is the over here. And I'll jump out the gates on this one. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Lions plus four and a half. It looks like Kelsey's hurt, he's not going to play. Their defensive line's not going to have their big fella, he ain't playing either. And the Lions are going to look to just pound the football, and people can run the football on Kansas City when they don't have the big fella, and it's going to happen all night long. Give me the Lions plus four and a half. Give me the Lions outright. I got money on the Lions outright to win this game. And give me the over of 52 and a half because this is going to be high scoring. Mahomes is going to put up points. Lions defense way better in the second half of the season last year and completely upgraded the secondary in the offseason and went out and got everybody. Um, But Mahomes is going to Mahomes. He's going to do that. Goff is going to golf though, and he is going to score some points. As well, so I'm telling you right now, I am on the lines in this thing, and give me the over of 52 and a half. Andy is a Kansas City fan, Missouri guy. We'll throw it yeah. to you.
1: Uh, you know, d- you know my my basic rule: of the Chiefs at home, they don't really cover at home. Like even whether it was six and a half, like the Chiefs just kind of play barely enough to win at home. I think that, I think they're going to have some issues uh, on offense a little bit. Like I do, kind of expect a big Rasheed Rice game. Watch out for him. Watch out for uh, Ross. I think Justin Ross is that his name. Uh, Sky Moore. Like, those guys are going to have to play well. Is, is Tony going to play?
2: They've been talking. He's back in practice. Who,
1: Kelsey? No, Tony. Uh, Canary oh, Kadarius. I'm not sure if, if yeah, I heard there. he got back to practice this week for the first time. Yeah. So Even when he plays, like, he barely – you know, like, we just kind of puts him out in little, like, fun packages. Uh, I got a couple stats I'll throw you guys just – Guys, this guy's the number one quarterback against the spread in the last five years. 48-32-2. and two. His name is Jared Goff, right? Oh. Goff, week one uh, against the spread, by the way, in the six years he's been a starter, 6-0. Make it and 0. 7. Make it Mahomes, seven, by the way, here's another fun one about Patty Mahomes, has been a favorite in uh, 84 games. 84 games. His record in those 84 games against the spread, 41-42-1. That's that's Mahomes' argument is a favorite. Now, you generally, in my opinion, you want to bet Kansas City when it's three or less. Take Kansas City, two and a half. Like they did last year, the Bengals, give me Kansas City. Like it just just ate up. Like when it gets higher, like it gets to the Jags in the playoffs, give me the Jags. So having said that, I I will also be on the Lions at four and a half. I will be on Kansas City to win the game. It's going to be like a field goal. Bucker's going to kick it from like 45 yards to win the game. Uh, I'm also on the over.
0: On the over. Now, Gilbert, before you give us your pick here, I will tell you, I don't know if you listened to the show last week or not, but a bold prediction on my part that the Chiefs will start the season 0-2 and finish 13-4. Yeah, well, They're gonna
2: lose that, that, to sounds, each right. that sounds like the Chiefs. Uh, so here's what, here's what I'll say. I, I guarantee, I, I'm 100% on the over. I think this is going to be score yeah. fence left and right. Um, I don't think the Lions' defense is there yet. I think yeah. as the year goes on, it'll get better and better, and they'll put it together like they did last year. Um, I, I'm actually thinking of doing this game the way I did the Super Bowl. Uh, in the Super Bowl, I bet the uh, I bet the Eagles for the for the first half, and I had the Chiefs for the game in the over, and then in the second half, I doubled up on the Chiefs and made money, right? Yeah, uh, because I think the Chiefs are notorious for starting slow, and then my comes in third early in the fourth, right? So right. I, you know, I I think that's just their mo. I I I hate the Kelsey being out, and I actually thought the line might move, and it might it may move tomorrow. Um, so if I'm betting it tomorrow, I'll probably wait and then and then bet on it. You know, if, if it goes down, I think I'm gonna have to say I think I think the Chiefs pull it out late and 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 end up winning by like six, and it's only because I I think the Lions I think the lines are a playoff team. I 100% believe that. Uh, I just think that that first week they're gonna it's it's gonna be. It's going to be a tough one. And and, and Casey, like Mahomes is going to try to prove that he can do it without Kelsey in the lineup. Like he likes those challenges. Like he ends up doing crazy stuff and, you know, you don't know. And and I, I feel like uh, – like I think it happened last year with the Lions too. There was a lot of hype early because of hard knocks, right? And it took them time and then they settled yeah. and they got better. And I feel like there's been a lot of hype on them on the offseason right now. And I feel like it's going to be like a little slower start and then they're going to build up. And they're probably going to win the division, I think. I think they're going to win that – uh their division uh because I, you know, I mean i mean unless jordan love yeah. plays out of his mind i don't think it's i think they're the best team by far in that in that division
0: all right so on the uh, chiefs to cover
2: and yeah, the over and, and easy easy on the over like you know a, extra bag on the over for sure so yeah. all right
0: well hey and speaking of jordan love that's our next game on the docket for this week we got the packers plus one at the bears this is a pick em and it's all about who you like. 42 is the under, and I'll just tell you guys quickly right now, I'm not, give me the Packers, give me the point. Jordan Love's already made his public statement. <laughs> he knows his job is to own the Bears if he's going to fill in for Rodgers. He's got to go down there and win this game. I'm not on the Bears and everybody thinking they're going to be so good. I'm not on Justin Fields and the, the new offense. They got him, DJ Moore. Big deal. They are still the Bears up front. I, I don't see – them turning the corner the way that they think they are this game will be close late and the bears will slide into trying to lean on justin to win the game and they'll be running him around like crazy and it won't work like it didn't work last year packers defense will be packers defense packers run game will be packers run game give me the packers plus the point and give me the under 42
1: all right i'll go next um i it's a very important bears game because it kind of sets to me like the next 10 years of the Bears and the Packers rivalry a little bit. Uh, as you know, I'm on Packers win the division. I'm also on the Lions not winning the division. I think the Packers are going to be really good. I think they're going to win 10, 11 games. I think that they got a good defense, good running game. The quarterback's fine. Like You're going to also see the head coach's offense for the first time, right? We'll see if the head coaches get any good on offense because – rogers is not not Aaron Rodgers
2: rogers running the right. ovens yeah
1: right yeah, we'll see so we'll find out uh but i'm gonna take the bears i'm gonna take the bears in week one i i like a small home favorite like that like a field goal last year the bears and that was a, a downpour but they beat a very good san francisco team in week one in in a, in a rainstorm but that san francisco team just looked horrible it did, didn't even matter and the bears look good Opening day in Chicago. It's not cold. By the way, the Bears last year was the number one pick. So it's like the Bears can still be bad and win this game. And, and I do think that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be like some some kind of field goal. At the end is going to win it. For either team, I'm just going to take the home team. I'm going to take the, the three and the over. Or the All right. Over,
0: over, under, under. You're going to go with the under as well, right? I'm
1: going to go the over. Oh, you're taking the over. Over. For I team. think it's going to be like 24-21. Okay. 7-24 or something like that. All right. Gilbert, where are you at? So, the Bears
2: one a one point spread at home means you're the underdog, right? Like easily, right? I mean, like you're you're majorly the underdog, right? So you know, three points at home means it's an even, right? An even tail and sure. you know, whatnot, right? I actually agree. I think the I think the Packers defense is going to be really good. Like, I mean, I think I think their D is going to be really good. And Jordan Love is going to hand the ball off to Aaron Jones and Corey Dillon a lot. Or what's what's what? Uh, Dillon, yeah. AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon a. J. is a. J. What Dillon. I mean. Corey Dillon retired quite a long time ago. Yeah. Uh so yeah, AJ Dillon. Yeah, I think I think they're going to I think they're going to run the ball a lot and I think he's going to hit some of those those wide receivers for some long shots, right? I mean, I think I think that's I think the over I think the over's a safe bet. I th- I agree with your score something like in the 27-24, 20, you know, 24-21, you know, 27-17, something like that in that range. So I, I like the over at 42 and I will take the Packers on that one. Okay. I, I don't take trust I, I I have love for all the Chicago sports teams. I really do. Uh, you know, a big Cubs fan. I actually support the Bears and like them, but I just – I don't see it yet. And I, I think uh, I think the Bears, Justin Fields will have some huge games on teams that don't have defenses. I, I don't think that's the Packers right now. I think the Packers are healthy. The Packers will not be healthy later because they always end up getting injured on defense, and, and and then people will score some points on them. But I think early on they'll be fine.
0: Okay. Well, I'd tell you, I think the owned will be owned as always this weekend. Moving on to the third game, (laughs) the third game on our dog. Our last pick for the weekend, we got Buffalo laying two and a half at the Jets. So Jets are home dog by two and a half over under is 46. Uh, Gilbert, you want to just keep rolling? Jump on this. Yeah. Look, I don't
2: think the bills have been the same since uh, their offensive coordinator went and became the head coach over at the Giants. I think that guy made Josh Allen who he was and he's doing the same thing with Daniel Jones, right? Like he turned Daniel Jones into a quarterback that got hundreds of millions guaranteed when Daniel Jones was going to get cut from the giants. Right. So Debo, like, I mean, I think him leaving Buffalo was the biggest thing. They don't have Leslie Frazier for this game. Um, I do like James cook. I think James cook is actually going to be pretty big for Buffalo. Um, Mm -hmm. I've watched all the Hard Knocks, and Hard Knocks always gets me pumped up. But that that built that Jets defense is fierce. Good. Like I mean, they are just—I mean, they're killers, man. And I love Robert Sala. I think the guy's an awesome coach. And you're—and and and by the way, Aaron Rodgers played in a preseason for the first time in like twelve years. You know what I mean? Like I mean, you know, I always bet against the Packers every year, Week One, because they don't—they never played any starters when Rodgers was there. Yeah and so they were never i hate teams that don't play starters in the preseason at all uh but aaron Rodgers played in the preseason with these guys and those first couple okay. drives against the giants he looked legit so i mean I, I i i'm i'm actually gonna go with the jets here i'm gonna take the points of the jets uh what was the over under on this one 46 yeah i'll go over on it like i said i'm an overs guy there's no rule change in the nfl they're messing with that so uh i'll i'll, I'll go i'll go over i'll go over uh that's probably under, though, with the Jets defense, but I I just I can't do it. So I'm going I'm to go over and the Jets in the over.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to be with you. I'll jump in here. I'm going to be with you on the over there. I think that Jets defense is going to be great when they settle in this year. I think they're going to so, feel so much pressure to come out and overplay, especially in the first half, that they're going to miss a lot of assignments and they need to settle down. They're young. Going to be great. Slow out of the gates, I think. I think Rodgers is going to be Rodgers. I know he played a series or two in the postseason, but notoriously slow starter, especially in his old age. I don't see this offense for the Jets clicking immediately. I do think it will later in the season, and they will be making a run in the playoffs. I do believe all of that, but not week one. And not with a disrespected Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Everybody's telling them they're done and they're not the team anymore. And they're going, what are you talking about? We're the only team that has a shot at knocking off Mahomes. That's what they believe. And I'm telling you, they're going to be ready to come in and play. Give me the Buffalo Bills, lay in the two and a half, they'll win this game by a field goal, I think, and give me the over 46
1: in this game. Andy. We talked about this a little bit earlier, Mikey, on accident, but I will just restate exactly what I said earlier last time. Uh look, the 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 Bills offensive line is very bad. It's not very bad, it's just bad, right? I'm like the Jets is the Jets strength is defensive line. That is gonna give Josh Allen some issues, right? The Jets weakness is their offensive line. The Bills defensive line is not that good, right? They're 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 missing they're missing dudes on that. Um so so they're so you know they're missing whatever. I can't think of his name at the top of my head right now, but the, the guy is awesome. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take the Jets plus two and a half. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Jets because on Tuesday we're going to hear all about how the Jets are going to go to the Super Bowl with Rodgers. And then remember what I told you, in week two, here's the play. And after the Jets win, the Jets in week two go to Dallas. Whatever the spread is, it doesn't even matter. Dallas Cowboys are going to destroy the New York Jets in week two. It's just a guarantee because they're, they're, first, their line, their defense line is much better I love the, it. The best one or two. So take Dallas minus four and a half in week two. Also, the Bills in week two. Play the Raiders at home. The Raiders are going to get just gobsmacked by the Bills. I love it. The Bills it. are going to dump about 35 on them. The Raiders are going to score about 10. But in week one, we, we have, we're going to have to play the hype game, which is Rodgers is going to have to win week one plus two and a half in the over.
0: All right, man. I love it. I love it. There it is. Hey, week one is in the books. The picks are in. Keep following us on the show. We're going to keep it going all year. And and, hey, everybody... Check out our quinceanera I'm telling you right now, you better get yourself a box yeah. of Kleenex when you sit down to watch this thing. And I promise you, when you drive through Starbucks the next morning and you lean out your window to pay the barista after watching that documentary, you're going to pay for the car behind you and try to be a better person. That's what I'm telling you right. Now. Hey guys, I,
2: I will tell you real quick. Uh, you didn't put any of the games that I'm looking at. I'm, I'm in the circa millions this year. I'm always. I do. I, always, okay. I used to do the Westgate Superbook, uh, Super Book Super yeah. Contest. Switch to the circa millions this year. You didn't pick any of the games I'm going for, so that makes that's good for me. I, I nothing nothing will be on you. Yeah. Uh, i looking at some other games for that one. I got to pick, you know, I, I don't know if you guys know about that contest, but it's one yeah. of Well, hey,
0: listen to the first half of the show before you came on. We covered those ones, I guarantee it.
1: Okay, okay. All
0: right, horns. brother. Hey, I'll see you this weekend. Maybe thanks for being on the show, Gilbert. Take it easy, brother. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. it. All right, guys. Hey, thank you, Andy, as always. And we'll see you guys next time. Disagree with me or don't, because that's how it works.